you have to have a definition of success. If I could go back, there's, there's not many things that I would go back for, but. What do you do when you lose your purpose? It's okay to struggle. It's okay that you're not okay. I am your host, Greg Favaza. Together, we will go on a journey. This show is all about surpassing our internal dialogue, rediscovering your true identity, honing new foresight. We have a chance to make the world a better place for our children. Start living in the example today and become your future self tomorrow. If you can leave our viewers with some good advice to follow, what would you let them know? These things that you're afraid to do, go do them. Welcome back. I am your host, Greg Favaza. This is your... Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is your transformation station. Yeah. This is your weekly uplift, your countdown. Number 27. We're working on ourselves every day, maintaining consistency through our tiny little habits that will lead to a delayed outcome. And that outcome is to a new, refined, improved version of ourselves living the future of today by embracing our vulnerabilities as our authentic self. And that's what it takes and we are working this week on understanding self-concept. Deriving that term to build self-awareness. We are building an understanding of our self-image. Reflecting what we want others to perceive us as but how do we do that we need to journal yeah that's it yes it's journaling when I picture journaling I just think of some teenager somebody that got bullied female teenager who got bullied and is talking about her day, some gothic individual to just wants something better out of life. And we all can relate with that. And journaling is nothing new. It's not a fad. It's been going on forever and it's extremely important. And this is why it's on the show. Simply putting the words on a page will get you benefits, but there is effective ways to journaling that will result in many positive outcomes and improve the quality of your life. And that is what this show is about. This is your call to action. 
But what is effective journaling? I mean, effective journaling is journaling practice that helps make you meet your goals and improves your overall quality of life. I mean, it looks different between each person based off your own perception. Journaling can be effective for many different reasons. It just depends on the goal that you're trying to achieve. I mean, moreover, journaling has so many impacts. It boosts your overall mood and enhances yourself, enhances your sense of well-being, reduces symptoms of depression before an important event like an exam. Uh, that is what you would call, I would call a anxiety entry where I would just sit down at my desk and I would just write out the worst case scenario that would, that could happen during or even before the exam that would allow me to not be successful. Yeah. The more... The more we use and start implementing this journal application, you start to be aware. You start to be aware of your thoughts. You start to be aware of your surroundings. You start taking ownership in yourself. For instance, when you're consistent in your writing application, in your journaling, and you're deliberate, you have the ability to say no much more often than normal. And that's what I've noticed through my practices. I started valuing my time better. I weigh out what needs to get done and I'm present about it. I don't give into those impulses that come in when you're at the store I forget what you call, I think they're called impulse buys when you, they're out in the middle of the aisles and you're just walking by and it's like a little island and it's just like, boom, right there. You get some Cheerios or some delicious cereal that is on sale for half the price. It's like, whoa, I don't need this, but that does look really good. And I think I'm going to get it just because it's a deal. It's feeding off your impulses and that is unhealthy not the cereal but the reactive mindset I I like cereal so whatever's it allows us to take control of our lives and start putting things in perspective we need to shift our negative mindset into positive ones and that's the way to do it is getting our thoughts on paper. We articulate our thoughts. We can understand them. We can look at them, see them right before our eyes and brain dump it all. So now once you do that, you alleviate the symptoms of this mental stress. And those symptoms that can be alleviated is from your depression, from Whatever is going on in your head, it's gone. Tips. 
let's let's see. So to get started, of course you need a notebook and a pen, paper, whatever you need. You need you need a notebook and you're going to need a pen. You're going to write in a private and personalized space that is free from distractions. Yes. You know what I'm about to say. Leaving the cell phone outside the room. And you want to write you want to write at least 3 to 4 times for a consecutive at least once. You want to write at least once a day. I try to keep, I try to stay consistent writing in the morning and writing in the evening, which we'll get to that later on. We'll get to that later in this episode. You want to structure your writing however you feel is right to you. There is no right or wrong. It is a creative writing and entry where you don't have to feel obligated about anything. You just pick up that pen and start letting the words fill the paper. You want to keep this private. It's only for your eyes, not for your spouse, not for your family, your friends, not even a therapist. Although you could discuss the experience with them, but that's up to you. Here is now you got, you know how to do this. You got your plan of action. Here is a simple acronym that will make this process a lot easier. It's called write. It's not surprising. W, what do you, W, what do you want to write about? Think about what's going on in your life. Your current thoughts, feelings, what are you striving towards? Uh, what are you trying to avoid right now? Give it a name and just put it down. You want to keep going. That is the key. If you have to stop and think about it, articulate it, uh, be a perfectionist about it, you are doing the opposite of what you're attempting to achieve. Next is R. Review or reflect on it. Reflect on your writing once it's all said and done. In this case, written and completed after the duration that you set yourself for. Take a few moments and just be still. Calm your breath. You can use uh, the box breathing technique where it's two seconds in, two seconds out, which I will illustrate that now by inhaling two seconds in. Two seconds out. That is a box breathing technique that I utilize to help me relax to help me become present. And that is the major outcome we're shooting for is being present in ourselves in our environment. There's two ways that things can go down. You could either control your environment or the environment can control you. That's up to you. 
And that's just a little bit about mindfulness and meditation. Yeah, right. What else? I, that's right. I, it's investigate your thoughts and feelings through your writing. Just keep going. If you feel like you have to run, when you feel like you have ran out of things to write in your mind and you start to wander, tap that pen on the desk where you just start going nuts, like, come on, just keep going. Take a moment, refocus, which is another opportunity for your mindfulness meditation. Read over what you have written and then continue on. Now, T, course, I gave this one away earlier, is time yourself to ensure you write for at least five minutes or whatever goal you have set but for you that are just starting out, just set it for five minutes, once a day. And we'll start with just getting your thoughts out and putting it on the paper. Lastly, E, it's your exit strategy. Exit with introspection. Read what you have written and take a moment and reflect on it. Sum up your takeaway into at least one to two sentences. You can start with a statement like, as I read this, I notice I'm aware of this, or I feel like this. If you have any action items or steps you would like to take next, you can just write them down here, Greg. Sure, I will put that down. Yes. Now you got the idea. And that is what's important. A few topics that you can cover if you're struggling, I would say, is uh, what? Track your food. Yeah, that's a good one. Write, write about your food. Uh, keep a travel journal. Keep um, Write about your dislikes. Write about your likes. Um, uh, thoughtless morning entries. Like The moment you wake up, grab that paper and just start writing. Whatever comes to your mind as you start to adjust to the sunlight. Even a dream journal. That's a good one, too. Use monthly themes. Um, let me think. Uh, describe a memory. I believe, though, that could be biased, but... Uh, I mean, as we think about our memory, we think about something that has happened usually doesn't always pan out the way we remember it. Someone might have wore a different color than you think you re you can recall. Um, define solutions to a challenge. Um, describing the challenge. Capture a moment. Uh, your wedding day. You, a beautiful experience. And just write about those fine details. Life milestones. When you had your firstborn kid. Uh, Self-care. Uh, answer a question that you've always wondered and never thought to Google it. When we say that to everything now, uh, just Google it. Yes. Lastly, if you would like an exercise, I have a great exercise that I got from Alex Benign. He's a motivational, inspirational entrepreneur. And 
he shares three questions. These three questions help me. It helped me understand my purpose and what I was trying to figure out for myself. And I stayed consistent with this. And three questions as follows. First one. What fills me with enthusiasm today? What fills me with enthusiasm today? We'll spend about five minutes on that. Next question. What drains me of energy today? What drains me of energy? And lastly, what have I learned about myself today? What have I learned about myself today? And I would write that right before I go to bed. I would maintain that consistency, meaning I would write it the exact same time that I write it every single time, maintain the same chronology. Well, that about does it. That is your weekly uplift. Your call to action to get out there, implement this for seven days, seven days, and reflect how you feel after these seven days and stay consistent. By the time the next challenge comes, you won't even be thinking about the previous challenges. You would be automatically doing them without even have to think about it, making your heuristics your livelihood. I thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode, and I hope to see you next week on your transformation station. Oh, and we do have Wednesday interviews coming up. I do apologize. I've been working to get people on the show. I already got two interviews set up. One already knocked out with Chris Zions, the videographer. We get deep into his life transformation. I'm talking like this guy knows every decision he's made his entire life. It's, he has a great memory. And next week, we will have Bobby Tester, military captain for the United States Army. We're going to go into leadership versus management. What's the difference and what can you take away from that? I don't want to give anything else away. I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you.